guys, it's your friendly neighborhood homegirls. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm Solis. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are glad to have you here. Um, so I wanted to discuss something in particular <laughs> on this episode. And it is the topic of dating mm. in today's age. Nowadays. Nowadays. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it was I binged this crazy show on Netflix. I don't know if you saw it, but it's called Sexy Beast on Netflix. And the premise is just crazy. Have you watched it? I have not, but I feel like I need to. Did you see any of the ads? No. So it's wild. (laughs) So it's called Sexy Beast because... The contestants are where like they're disguised like special effects makeup oh yes so each episode there's one main person right and they switch off from like guy girl guy girl so on the very first episode i'll just use that as an example the girl um is dressed up as a devil Okay. Yeah, like I'm talking special effects makeup. You can kind of see how her body is, but mm-hmm. they even paint her body so you actually can't even tell like what her skin tone looks like, right. all of that. So she's a devil. And there are three men kind of like trying to win her her affections, Got right? It. So there's a mouse. So there's a guy dressed up <laughs> as a mouse wearing like a pink suit. And there was a guy that looks like a Greek stone god. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, super weird with like moss in his ears and everything. And then, oh my gosh, what was the other guy? Oh, a baboon. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So everyone is completely disguised. Like all you can really tell is kind of how tall they are and their like body build. Mm Mm-hmm. And the first episode, you know, all three of them spend time with her and she has to eliminate one person from that based on the connection that she may or may not have felt from them. And then the next day or so they try to play it off like it's the next day, she goes on a more intimate date with each of the two contestants that are left over. Okay. And then she chooses the person that she wants to continue, you know, uh, on a relationship or get to know each other Mm -hmm. at the end of it. They don't win anything other than they ride off into the sunset together. Okay. So the show is very entertaining, but it just made me think like, wow, this is one super entertaining, but really different, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of dating shows now. There's The Bachelor, Bachelorette, and all those have been around forever. Exactly, because they're like your average vanilla dating show. Mm -hmm. Like, do you remember years ago when they had like all the VH1 ones? Oh, Flavor of Love. Yep, Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. Mm -hmm. Who else had one? Did New York have one? Oh, yes. Yes, New York had one. Yes, loved her. But those were kind of average, you know, where everyone is vying for the attention of, you know, one person. So this was kind of different where they have to disguise it. And I get, obviously, the the whole point of it is, are you dating based on someone's personality or their looks? Mm-hmm. Like, would, would it change or not? So, and I felt like they purposely chose attractive but really shallow people. Got it. Because a lot of them were like models or aspiring models mm-hmm. and whatnot. And they're dressed up completely where you can't tell what they look like at all. You know, you kind of see the shape and silhouette of their body. Right. But, um, and maybe how tall or short they are. But you have no idea what they look like. You have no what, you, you can't tell what race they are. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool, but it definitely made me think of dating and how... All the fuckery, I guess, that goes with dating <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. I mean, obviously, none of us are going to be disguised in this way, but it started making me think of, well, you know, when you date, right? Mm-hmm. Are you, wh- what gets them in the door? What keeps them around in the long runs? 
do looks matter to you? Mm -hmm. Do their personalities matter? Like, what traits are you looking for in a significant other? I mean... And listen, just just to clarify, right? We're both taken ladies. We are taken. But, I guess, this is more so questions for... (laughs) Before you were taken. Yeah. I know. I feel like I would be lying... If I didn't say that I need to be physically attracted to you above all else, Mm -hmm. like that's, that's your foot in the door. Yes. It's your resume, you know, it's what gets me intrigued Yeah, to get to know you. So I feel like looks count. Now I feel like there is a spectrum, right? Everybody, and I hate this, how this sounds, because I feel like it's going to sound really shallow, but like you've got, you know, levels to what you're attracted to mm-hmm. you know you've got a seven where you're like this he doesn't check every single box of things that i like i'm into physically but like he checks enough where i would be willing to get to know him and like mm-hmm. i think i still think he's attractive yeah then you got your tens where you're like whoo a different kind of breed didn't know you existed <laughs> so i think there's there's a spectrum of, of looks right because i don't think if you go out into the world expecting that your Prince Charming is going to be this 10, which is a made up thing in your brain that like probably doesn't exist, then you're gonna be single forever. Yeah. That's just how I feel. But like looks get you in the door. I agree. Looks get you in the door, but- They don't keep you. The personality is definitely what keeps Mm -hmm. the fire going. I've been on plenty of dates where they were good looking, but there was no fire, no personality, no sense of humor. And that's a huge trait for me that I really need. Yes, mm-hmm. but like, forgive me. But I feel like, have you never like met a guy where you're like, ooh, like we don't actually have a lot in common or he's a little special. You know, maybe he's got the brightest crayon in the box, right? But like, he makes me hot. You know what I mean? Where there's a very, there's chemistry, but there's not like an intellectual connection. Does that make sense? Yes, but the the question is of have I had that? Mm-hmm. No, because it's like the, it's the further connection that I need. Got I it. feel like there needs to be a conversation right off the bat that gets me going, you know? Oh. The banter between you, or at least for me, myself and that person needs to be right like i need to see some sort of a friendship with you in order to be able to date you like if i don't like you as a person i can't really like you in a relationship i know but like clearly you know this person who's as dumb as rocks you're not going to date it would be annoying but there's chemistry it's like maybe you'd smash no. No? No. Hmm. Maybe I'm just a hoe. <laughs> because I definitely think there have been people out there, like granted, you can't be like so dumb that I can't stand to be around you, then I won't then we won't have chemistry. You gotta have enough. You know, something's gotta connect in there where we can have some kind of conversation. But it's surface. You know what I mean? It's very I just feel like my body parts will not work if oh. I don't feel the connection. Even if they're fine? Yeah, everything is fine. All the body functions are working. No, I'm talking about him. Like, even if he's fine. No, yeah. Because if I, if I can't have a conversation with you and if you don't make me laugh or if I, I don't know, like nothing, it's just... Good for you. You know, just... That's an admirable Thank you. way to be. But yeah, I really just, no. No, I feel like as long as we can carry a conversation laugh whatever but i also feel like you're very attractive i know you're never gonna be my man but you know maybe you could be mr right now yeah Hmm. no and here listen i've gotten to know i mean i shouldn't even say that because it's like i got to know them and then i was over it i've gotten to know plenty of duds that were good looking (laughs) but that's the thing like that leads me to another topic later on. 
but honestly it leads me to ghosting them because i don't see anything further and i just lost all interest something you need to know about aries is we lose interest very quickly if you can't stimulate us if i'm not mentally stimulated emotionally stimulated in some way i'm over it bye see and i almost feel like not that i'm the opposite but almost like it takes you longer to gain my interest. I'll still give you the time, mm -hmm. but it'll take you way longer. Like, I feel like I know, like I have another friend who's an Aries and like if she meets a guy and like they have a three hour long conversation and like she's like, oh my God, like he's amazing. Mm -hmm. I could have a, the same stimulating three hour conversation and be like, he cool. <laughs> It's not enough to me. Like, are you a one trip pony? Was this like a chance that you just happened to like find the right vibe? Like, I need consistency. Mm -hmm. And then I can feel like, oh, okay, actually, this is really who he is. He didn't prepare for this. And then you'll gain my interest. But dating is hard. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of people our age, especially a lot of men our age, we're also focused on our careers. You know, marriage is expensive. Children are expensive. We are barely figuring it out. We don't want to be tied down. We can't afford somebody else. Yeah. And so it boils down to would I smash? Which I feel like a lot of people our age who are single are in that predicament. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, well, he's not going to be my husband, but he's fine and can carry on this conversation. So bang, bang. Aye, aye, aye. So something that i kept noticing about these episodes right i felt like i i think the creators were definitely men because <laughs> right on the episodes where the women were the ones that um they needed to compete for mm -hmm. i felt like there were a few that just did not put us in a good light oh. mm -hmm. i was really disappointed so i actually need to go back and look to see if the creators were men because i definitely feel like they portrayed women mm. on the show as desperate creatures now listen the girls that were i'll, I'll explain why but mm -hmm. the girls that were acting in such manner were doing it to themselves Got right it. but i definitely feel like okay you you couldn't have picked better caliber people i don't know but for example, there was the episode where the girl, she's a panda, and she said she's 24, she's from New Jersey, mm -hmm. and she just kept saying, I'm here to find my husband, I'm here to find my ha husband. Girl, you're dressed up like a panda. <laughs> Your suitors? Like, one was an alien, What? like, no, what? You're... You're literally on a show called Sexy Beast. You think you're going to find your husband? And on top of that, all of this takes place in the UK. I don't know why. Mm. So as an American, so I don't know if they just like flew all these people over there. It's really right. weird. But it took place in the UK. And she was going off of, you know, I'm, I'm here to find my husband. I'm here to find my husband. There was another episode, too, where the girl said the same thing. She's like, I'm here to find my forever cowboy. I'm here to find my husband. Like, you guys are all dressed up <laughs> in special effects makeup on a reality TV show. Do you really think that's going to happen? I do feel like a lot of that's BS and that the producers are coaching them to say these things because mm -hmm. they know that us as the audience will be like, this bitch is nuts. So the panda episode, mm -hmm. it got so bad. The first guy she eliminated, he was excited to be eliminated. That's how that's oh. how embarrassing it was. Yeah. So he, she, she says, okay, I'm not gonna go ahead with you. You know, like you're gonna be the one eliminated. He's like, yes, all right, thank you, thank you. And then was like thanking all these people. And when, you know, it was during his confessional, they asked like, why are you so excited to leave? Yeah. And he said, well, I thought back of our um, date and I asked her, what word would you say your friends would describe you? And she said, psychotic. Oh. Mm-hmm. So again, like she kind of did it to herself. Why would you think that's an endearing um, trait? Yeah. That you should be advertising yourself. Because she's and, psychotic. Mm hmm Yeah. Got it. So she, yeah. So she's the one at 24, wants a husband right then and there. She mm -hmm. was proud to be psychotic. Like I know we say we're crazy, 
but if I was getting to know a man for the first time, like I wouldn't say, oh my God, I'm crazy. Not in that way. <laughs> I'm psychotic. My friends would say I'm psychotic out of all the words in the dictionary. That's what they would choose. <laughs> that's weird. That is very weird. Yes. No, I, mm. but then in my mind, I just feel like there was either they're really like that or there was a producer that was like, we need you to be the crazy bitch mm -hmm. this episode. Yeah. Be crazy girl. Mm -hmm. Now, is she really crazy? Who knows? But there are bitches out there like her Yeah. in these streets. So strange. I just feel like I could not imagine myself at 24, 25 going on an, a show like that. Yeah. No. Well, in your, in your early 20s, no? No. Yeah, because the world is seeing it. Yeah. Now, listen, they were all attractive people. Again, I think a lot of them were like aspiring models or whatever, and I think a lot of them were shallow. Mm -hmm. um, some of them thought they were too good looking, and I don't think they were, but yeah. it was interesting. And you know me, like, I don't really watch TV. I don't really like to watch reality shows, but the concept was so crazy. I was like, I need to watch this. So... I binged it, watched it with Mr. Bay, very entertaining. Um, I think I fell asleep <laughs> on the last couple of episodes, so I have to go back and finish it. But yeah, pretty interesting, very entertaining. I definitely mm -hmm. think you should watch it. I will. But yeah, definitely made me think of it. In one of the episodes, he asked the girl, I think it was the same episode, the panda episode, um, he said, what was the worst date you've ever been on? And she said, uh, well, a guy asked me to pee on him. And which leads me to my next topic. What? Yeah. Something about a jellyfish. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. I've just got so many questions now. Yeah. I'm not sure. But she didn't really elaborate. But she said the guy asked her to pee on him <laughs> which leads me to my next topic bad dates oh god because i mean i don't have a bad date with pee involved but i don't know <laughs> do you do you have a bad date story oh my god i have a few and sometimes i look back at these things and i'm like how did i even allow myself to be in these situations but i can think of one where like i lived in florida there was this guy i think we we met on some dating app. I don't remember which one. But he, like, was very, like, persistent. Like, I feel like a lot of people, like, start talking on dating apps and then, like, the conversation ends and, like, it doesn't really go very far. And you never meet up. But he was persistent. And at the time, I knew that I was going to be moving back up to Massachusetts. So I was like, why would I go on dates? Like, yeah. But he was trying so hard that I felt guilty like or i was kind of like you never know whatever mm -hmm. so originally we were supposed to go to some like decent restaurant like not necessarily like super fancy but like not a chain restaurant yeah then he had something come up that day and he was like oh like i can't make our reservation can we go somewhere else i still want to see you but like the time that we originally had planned isn't going to work for him and like mm -hmm. he couldn't find another reservation mm -hmm. And I was kind of like, yeah, sure. Where do you want to go? And he goes, Chili's. And I was like, huh. <laughs> Chili's, like. Are you a restaurant snob? Baby back ribs? I can be, 100%. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I was kind of like, all right. But, you know, you check yourself, right? You're like, you know what? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares if it's Chili's? Go on the date. <laughs> so I meet this man at Chili's he definitely did not look like his profile photos I mean he did but like there were clearly old photos of him oh no which like listen I think we all have pictures of ourselves that we love that are probably a little too old at this point that we still kind of like use but like it threw me off uh -huh. but I, again he I didn't think he was ugly he just wasn't as cute as I thought mm -hmm. in his current state it's fine we go in the conversation was trash. 
I was so bored. Mm-hmm. So bored. And I feel like I kept trying to carry the conversation. And you know me. I'm never the talker in most situations. I'm the listener. Yeah. You know, I'm the one who gives you feedback on whatever the heck you're saying. But, like, for me to be the conversation starter, oh, my God, it was so painful. But we went through all that, and I'm just, like, trying to figure out how I can, like, speed up, like, this date, like, to leave. And then... He like asked me if I want we you know we order our food. He asked if I want to get dessert. I was like, oh no, like I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm so full, so full. And we asked the waitress for the check, and like she comes by, puts the check at the table, and he was like, we're splitting this, right? <gasps> and I was like, oh, stunned no. for a second, like literally stunned. And I was just like. Yeah, I guess that's fine. Because I'm not going to be like, no. Yeah. And then he was kind of like, oh, okay. And I was just like... That's when you knew. In my mind, I was like, something ain't right. So he gets up without putting his card in the little envelope (gasps) thingy and goes to the bathroom. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? And I'm like... While the server is there? No, server's left. They just dropped the check. All right. So I'm like... Is this motherfucker bailing on me? Because why would you get up and leave? Why would you have to go to the bathroom? At the exact moment. That the check drops after asking me if we're splitting it. What? Oh, no. So now I'm vexed. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't need you. You should have dined and dashed. Bye. (laughs) And then he would have came back from the bathroom (laughs) and would have had to pay for it. No. So then I was so mad that I literally took the check. The waitress was coming by. And I handed it to her with my card. Like, I just... It was Chili's. Yeah, yeah. We, I th- I'm pretty sure we ended up doing the fucking, like, two for 20. Mm-hmm. It was stupid. Yeah. Like, it was probably, like, a $30 tab. Yeah. And I just paid it. And he comes back and doesn't say a word. Doesn't ask, like, where'd the check go? Did but, you right, pay? But clearly sees that the check is gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Waitress, you know, comes back with for me to sign the check. I signed the check and I was like, do you want to... Like, leave the tip? And he was kind of like, you could tell he, like, was fumbling. He didn't know what to say. He stalled for a second too long. The whole span of him waiting to respond was probably, like, four or five seconds. But it took too long. And he was like, oh, I don't know if I have cash. Are you kidding? But. So how are you? So I wrote in the tip on my card, signed for the thing. And I was like, I'm ready to go. And he, like, before he could even say anything, I was, like, up out of, like, the table and, like, walking towards the door. Then he has enough to try to walk me to my car. Oh, hell no. Bye. The time to be chivalrous is dead. Over. Bye. Over. You fucked up. But he, like, texted me that night saying how amazing of a time he had with me. Yada, yada, yada. Because he saw somebody that could take care of him. But. Long story short, after that, I was planning my move, right? And I definitely made him carry my furniture into a storage unit. Not even a week or two later. <laughs> Not even gonna lie. Yeah. I deadass was like, I have furniture that I need to go put in storage. Can you help me? Did you try to play it off like it was a date? What, the storage? The move, yeah. No. Okay. Oh, no. I'm surprised he showed up because I wasn't very nice. But I knew he was so into me that he would do it, and I didn't have anybody else. So I definitely used him. But I feel like I paid for your meal. The least you could do is help me move. Help me. And I didn't, I actually like didn't have much at the time. Like it wasn't like we were emptying out an entire apartment worth of stuff, but it was enough. The moving sucks. It was enough that it was, I'm sure it was inconvenient for him. Oh my goodness. But he owes me after that date from hell. From, like you hear about it like the guy like being funny about the money so I my theory is he couldn't afford the restaurant we were going to yeah he probably could barely afford the chilies but didn't want to miss out on a date with me mm-hmm. and so just decided to whatever right I did eventually ask him like why did you do that okay like the day of the move and he was like well like you seem like a really independent woman. And when I came back and you had already paid the check, like I kind of figured, I didn't want to offend you by asking you why you did that. And da, da, da. he's like, I only said we should split it because I didn't want to offend you 
by paying for the meal. Oh, fuck off. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. You did not have the funds to take me out. And God forbid I was one of these dumb girls who didn't have my own money going on a date. Yeah, like what if you just assumed he mm-hmm. would, and then all you had with you was your phone and a, a pack of gum. You <laughs> like, would have been washing dishes at Chili's. Right. What? Oh, you know, I've always wondered what happens. I feel like they probably call the police on you. Actually, I think, yes. I listened to a true crime episode. <laughs> of course you did. Yes, where, um, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they would just call the police and be like, these people basically stole food from us. Yes. Oh, boy. I've also been at a restaurant before um, with Terry. Mm -hmm. We were eating one time and somebody like dined in Dash. It was really, I felt really bad for it because it's like a mom and pop place. Yeah. So like this tiny, tiny chain and it's like a pho place too. You know what I mean? Like everyone's just eating noodles. Like, how do you do that? Yeah. So yeah, the, they just ran off. They ran off. And they ran off so fast, like, went into a car and, you know, like, drove off. Mm-hmm. And Terry and I were like, did we just watch that? Crazy. Crazy. Yes, but <sighs> bad dates. Mm-hmm. I've definitely been on dates where I felt like it was boring. Conversation was boring and whatnot. Did they know it was a bad date? No. I never let them know that. I just continue on with a smile on my face and let it happen. Um, but I have been on a few dates where they just, I felt like conversation was horrible. I knew right then and there, like it would just not go any farther. I didn't see any type of future with this person. And yeah, I would ghost them. I'm not going to lie. I know it's bad, but I have. I have. I wouldn't consider that my worst date. What was your worst date? I feel like I've told you, but I'm not sure. But to be fair, the date was bad, I think, because I mean, I heavily, heavily made some bad choices. (laughs) So this is like a 50 50 my Mm. my fault as well. But (laughs) I think the worst date I've ever been on was I was on a date with this guy who was a bartender. Oh, yeah, I remember now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bartender, and the date was us going to another, like, bar slash restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. And I think as a bartender, his first thing is he socializes through drinks mm-hmm. and through engaging with other people or whatever the case is, so... I tried to tell him, you know, anyone who knows me knows I don't really drink like that, right? Yeah. So right away, he was kind of like having the drinks come and whatnot. And I kind of was like, oh, I really don't drink that much. And he thought I was joking. <laughs> he thought I was joking and was like, yeah, okay, you like this, right? And then like would just get these drinks for me. And then, you know, he clearly knew the bartender of the place that we were at and I think was like trying to show off and whatnot. I could tell he was nervous, but conversation was actually like really, it went well. Mm -hmm. I will say we had great conversation, but I made a lot of bad choices by like sipping kind of everything that he was giving me. Oh no. And he was mixing a lot of the drinks. I don't know about you guys, but I was always taught, like, you can't really mix for the night or else you're going to get really fucked up. So you're either a clear liquor person, a dark liquor person. I'm a dark liquor person. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to drink anything, my drink of choice is some sort of dark liquor because I know I can hang, right? For for a while. (laughs) He was mixing. It was a little bit of everything. Yeah. There were shots of Henny, there were mixed drinks like vodka, tequila, a little bit of everything. And I was like, oh, yeah. And here I am, like, not wanting to be a little bitch. And I was like, (laughs) fine, I I guess. So I'm, like, kind of sipping on everything. So it escalated. Yeah. And I got drunk, like, pretty as the night went on. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Like, because conversation was so good, I think I was distracted and didn't, like, realize until towards the end i was like oh i really need to go to the bathroom and he was like yeah okay like i'll that's fine i'll wait for you 
and you don't realize you're drunk until you're in a stall having to hold onto the walls <laughs> from like falling over and you're like fuck i'm so drunk right now mm -hmm. just to clarify please don't make these choices <laughs> don't judge me this is a no judging zone no judgment free zone <laughs> judgment free zone and don't do what i'm doing <laughs> what i've done it was very bad choices but i realized then and there i was like holy shit i'm so fucked up right now and i drove there oh. and where we were i was about 45 minutes away from my place like 30 to 45 minutes mm -hmm. from my place at the time just to like meet him on this you know date so I was like, fuck, I can't drive at the state that I'm in right now. Mm -hmm. So I need to sober up. So I go back and I'm like, okay, maybe I'll just like, just not drink for the rest of the night. So I go back and I think the place was closing, right? Mm -hmm. So he was like, oh, we kind of have to get out of here. Yeah. And nothing was open at the time. So he was like, we should go back to my place. Now, obviously I know what he meant by that. Yeah. That was not my intentions. But in my head, I was like, you really need to sober up go back to his place mm -hmm. so i was like fuck uh yeah sure let's go back to your place and here he is thinking he's gonna get lucky and <laughs> he like tries to like kiss me and all this stuff and i was like okay like can you drive please <laughs> <laughs> so he hops into my car drives us back to his place which was like a few blocks away wasn't that far and um we go into like his place and when you walk into his apartment, whichever way he led me, I think he led me through the back, like mm -hmm. whichever way he led me, it led straight to his like bedroom, right? Right. So we go straight to his private bedroom, closes up, starts like trying to kiss me. And I was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm not about that. Like obviously <laughs> trying to take things further. And I was like, no, no, no. He's like, really? And I was like, really? I was like, this is the first date. So no. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay, like, let's just watch TV and cuddle or something. I think he put on like Game of Thrones and mm -hmm. then we just like, he, he cuddled me. I just laid there. Right. Dead fish. Dead fish. Okay. Yep. Staring at the ceiling. And so he tries to cuddle me and he falls asleep. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, perfect. He's asleep now. Awesome. This is my escape. But he kind of had like a dead grip on me. So I was like, shit. All right, <laughs> maybe I'll just sleep this off too. So I kind of like knock out. Mm -hmm. For how long? I have no idea. But after some time of kind of falling asleep a little bit, I wake up because I feel so dizzy. Now I'm laying down, but I'm oh, so dizzy. I'm spins. so, yes. I had the spin so bad, I knew I needed to throw up. Mm -hmm. So I was like, fuck. So I wake up and he's dead asleep and he's snoring. So I was like, all right, great. Like, I'm not going to wake him up. Mm -hmm. And I wake up and I'm like, I need to find a bathroom stat. Because, you know, we walked up through some stairs. Like, I couldn't leave right then and there. I need to go find a bathroom. Yeah. I figured that would be closer. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope he never listens to this. <laughs> this would be so bad. So I walk into this man's apartment. I remembered him saying he like lives with roommates. Mm -hmm. So at this time of night, it's clearly in the middle of the night. I'm sure it's past 1 a.m., 2 a.m., whatever the time is. So I walk into this man's apartment and all I see is it's pitch black, yeah. right? So I start feeling around for doors and I open the first door. <laughs> Oh, no. I could find and luckily it's like a half bath right it's okay, just like a toilet cool. and a sink and yeah. I was like perfect first door that I open it happens to be like the powder room or whatever mm -hmm. great this is exactly what I wanted so I go right in before I even close the door behind me and he doesn't wake up as I do this right mm -hmm. so before I can even close the door behind me just projectile vomit everywhere all over this man's bathroom I shouldn't laugh. It was like the scene in The Exorcist. Oh my God, stop. It was bad. And listen, he clearly lived with men. Right. Because all that was in there was one wash rag. <laughs> like one hand towel. That's all I had to work with. Oh my God. And I couldn't explore the apartment further for like paper towels and whatnot. No. 
So I use that one towel to clean up and then I would use the sink to kind of rinse off and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then I kept clean, I cleaned up after myself to try to like hide the evidence, but it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. Like streaks of throw up. So I clean up after myself. I rinse the towel with the hand soap. I tried to, you know, so that no one would know what happened. And then I sneak back into his bedroom. He's still asleep. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm safe. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine if he were to, like, walk in. Yeah. So I grab my shit. And I'm like, I need to leave, like, now while he's in this state. While I'm kind of sobering up and awake and fully aware of, like, what's going on. So I get out. And I lead myself back outside. And at the time, there was snow on the ground. Again, mm-hmm. throw up everywhere. I throw up all over the snow. It's black for some reason. <laughs> I cover the puke with snow because, again, I don't want somebody to walk in on them and be like, what the fuck happened here? Oh, my God. So I find my car. <laughs> and I make the trip to go back home. Oh, my God. But, again, I can't stop throwing up. And all that was in my car was a cup, like a, uh, a coffee cup, like an iced coffee cup. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So in the 35 minutes that I took to drive home, I kept throwing up in the cup and then throwing it out my window as I drove home. I should not have no. driven home. Should have just stayed there. I... And then do what? Throw up some more at this man's house that I didn't know? Yes, because then you'd be safe. No. (laughs) I had to go to, I don't know about you guys, but like, I just needed to be at the comfort of my own home. So I left. I went to, um, back to my place where I lived by myself and very happy and threw up all night for hours. And then I finally fell asleep around, I don't know, maybe three, four in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. And I had to close at work. I had to go. I had a later shift at work. Yeah. After. So I was like, okay, I had time to kind of sleep. And I went to sleep. And finally, like, my alarm goes off for me to go to work. Um, and when I woke up, my head was pounding, obviously. Like, and I know I don't normally get hangovers and whatnot because I don't drink like that. Yeah. But I'm assuming what I experienced was a hangover. My mm-hmm. head was pounding, migraine. I felt like hot to the touch. It mm-hmm. was just bad. Real. I still had the spins. Um, and I look at my phone and there's like 11 missed calls from him. All these text messages of like, are you okay? Where are you? Where did you go? Like all this. So, yeah. Yep. I'm sure he knew. He knew what? That you got sick in his bathroom. I don't know. He never said it. Because that's embarrassing for you. <laughs> me because oh, here's God. my thing i don't i hope this doesn't sound graphic but throw up has a very distinct smell yes but liquor throw up is different no it is not yes it Girl, is no when you've got that much liquid in your system it doesn't smell like regular throw the up. lies you tell <laughs> the lies you tell because what you're telling me is that a bar of irish spring and a washcloth got you through that no it down that bathroom i promise you he had an inkling i don't know because here's the thing right it doesn't matter he knew he was feeding the drink so like who cares right so i told him i was like i finally you know i was so annoyed like to see all his that text messages yes i was annoyed because i'm like you did this to me like oh that's God. how i felt so I was annoyed to, that he was even reaching out because I was like, yo, I, I left you in the middle of the night. I don't want anything to do with you. Take the hint. But he <laughs> he was like, oh, my God, are you OK? This and that. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. But look, I he was like, oh, I can't wait to see you again. That's when he said it. Mm. And in my mind, I was like, I don't want to see you again. It was And so I wrote to him and I was like, no, I'm good. Like, I really don't drink like that. And, you know, I am really uncomfy with the fact that you <laughs> kept pushing it on me. And he's like, oh, I thought you were kidding. I'm sorry. Like, I, I didn't realize, like, you were that much of a lightweight, this and that. So, no, yeah, I'll back off. I'll back off. And in my head, I was like, you're not. Because he was almost, like, saying it kind of like sarcastically Mm. like yeah okay oh you're a lightweight oh i didn't know 
Um, so I didn't really like that. I, I felt kind of disrespected by that at Fair the enough. time. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kept asking for another date and I kept prolonging it because I had a trip in between. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, maybe when I come back from this trip. And he was like, no, like I need to see you before the trip. And I'm like, what do you think is going to happen? between now and two weeks from now. Yeah. He was like, I don't want you to find somebody else. It was really weird. But he would not, and I, I just was very adamant about it. I'm like, nope, because I was, at this time frame, I was very much like selfish mode, mm-hmm. only cared about myself at the time, and was like, who are you? Like, I am keeping my options open, you know what I mean? Right. So I did not see him until after my trip. But yeah, I think that kind of goes down in my books as the worst date I've ever been on. <laughs> Because of my own actions. Yes. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I mean, we can talk about the things we did when we were drinking on a different episode, but I definitely have a not similar, not as graphic as yours, <laughs> but definitely have a similar situation. But listen, dating is hard, and we put ourselves through a lot of nonsense yep. hoping to meet the one. Yep. For sure. So, just spoiler alert, I did go on another date with him after that, and there's more stuff that happened, but not not as crazy as that. But uh, I ended up ghosting him, <laughs> which leads me to my next topic. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Casper. Mm-hmm. Ghosting. It's a thing, right? With mm-hmm. dating now, a days. Mm-hmm. This never happened before. Like, I don't remember in my young dating life you know, before, back in the day where, like, ghosting was a thing. I don't know. But it's definitely a thing now. Yeah. So. It's easier now. I have never been ghosted, but I have done a lot of ghosting in my time. A lot. Am I proud of it? No. Some people deserved it. Some people did not. Um, But I have ghosted. A lot. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, I've ghosted, but not a lot. I was going to say, have you? Have you ghosted? I have. And some of it it was fucked up. Like, I can't even pretend, like, it it was just mean. Mm -hmm. And I should have had the conversation. But I definitely think the last time I ghosted someone where I felt like I was in the wrong, it it changed me. Okay. And I was like, ooh, no. Like, everyone deserves the conversation. I'm being selfish as fuck by not having to deal with someone else's emotions because yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. But, like, this person now is feeling some type of way, is feeling like, did I do something wrong? Yeah. And, like, they did it, and, like, that, no. Like, yeah. I need to take that on the chin and be, like, a big girl. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, here's why. So, I'm... I'm so horrible. I think now I wouldn't. I mean, again, I'm in a relationship, so I wouldn't be in that predicament. But one of the last times where someone called me out on it, I did feel really bad. So he was not someone that I dated. I think he had feelings for me, Mm -hmm. but I ended up ghosting him. So I looked at him as a friend. He looked at me as like someone who he was hoping to kind of like date or whatever. But we had like a weird interaction he like said something and i thought i i felt that it was disrespectful so i just like ghosted him i blocked him on everything i didn't want to speak to him right and he kept finding ways to kind of like message me and and this went on for like years and then finally he was like look i don't know what i did but it's very clear that you do not want to speak to me i just want to know why can you please just explain why because i I'm really beating myself up for it and I just want to understand so I was like you know what that's that's fair he's being respectful now and he's asking me why so I explained and I was like you know this happened and I felt really disrespected and he basically explained himself and it was not the case like it was a misunderstanding on my part yeah so here I am ghosting this man not realizing um that what this instance was had like nothing to do with me and all that so it that situation made me feel really bad where i wouldn't ghost now if i were to go back into the dating scene and whatnot you know what i mean like i would not but i have ghosted some of them i felt bad about some of them i did not i mean sometimes sometimes it's like you're a dick so like screw you and you have no feelings yeah but this actually reminds me of something that I saw on Instagram today. Mm-hmm. Of like the ultimate ghosting story. But like, let me just clarify what I think ghosting is. 
is like you are either talking or in a relationship with someone and then all of a sudden you just stop contact mm-hmm. right yeah okay so I came across this on the shade room because you know of course yeah and literally the title says Tennessee woman explains how her man of 18 years <gasps> cleaned out their home and left her while she was on a work trip so it's this girl she posted a TikTok where she came home from a work trip and her apartment is empty. He took everything. Including her stuff. Her stuff is there, it looks like. He blocked her on all social media, (gasps) blocked her phone number, left no letter, no explanation, ceased contact. Shut the fuck up. 18 years. Oh no. And he just disappeared. I'm talking about the ghosting on like light dating, you know, you've been talking for six months and whatnot or whatever, Mm -hmm. like a few months and then they they ghost you and they just no longer talk to you. This is different. This is, it's a, it's ghosting on another level. Like you are in a committed relationship. 18 years in some states you're legally married. You're married. Mm -hmm. Insane. Okay. Well, I guess they technically are married, but. That's crazy. Now, Okay. I've experienced this. I wasn't the person who was being ghosted, but when my dad, one of his marriages ended, and one of these days we can talk about all of my daddy's marriages. <laughs> um, but one of them, we were on a trip to New York to go see my uncle. And I think we were gone for like a long weekend, like a Friday to like Monday situation. And we came home to an empty house. And the only thing that was left was my mother's furniture couch if there was a fork it was gone if there was a curtain it was gone she cleaned out that house Mm -hmm. and i mean technically my dad and her spoke later on after that a few i think a few months after that but she technically goes people do crazy shit and this is before so wait so the story Mm -hmm. did she ever find out why did she ever somehow get in touch with him for 18 years i'm assuming you know the family too so basically the first they posted like a story and they posted like an update so in the original story it says that basically i guess this happened on saturday and the day that we're recording this is like a tuesday and then the husband has responded on his instagram talking about we were gonna break up there was a mutual understanding of separation he's basically saying that this is all bs and that they had planned to separate to begin with I don't know. But he basically is kind of like, I didn't do nothing wrong. This wasn't working out. We both knew we didn't want to be together anymore. We talked about separating and like- Right, but then why block her on everything? I, that's crazy. I don't know. I just feel he's like- lying. There's, he's definitely lying. I low-key like want to like find her TikTok and like see if she's posted anything. That's crazy. Like responding to his BS because like 18 years? Mm-hmm. If, listen, if we're we're together for 18 years and we decide this isn't working out anymore and you want to go, that is absolutely okay. Bye. Mm-hmm. Do what you got to do. But have the decency and respect. Let me know what I'm walking into. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if you are a ghoster, whether it's for a long-term relationship, short-term relationship, homeboy, you swipe right on Tinder, you should kind of be like, hey, not for me. Wish you the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Not that I would be in this predicament now. <laughs> but if I were, I would now. I would just say it. Yeah. I think part of it was I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Mm-hmm. But listen, when you do that, you end up hurting their feelings they get, Their anyway. feelings are going to get hurt regardless. Yeah. Yeah. So at least give them the decency of respect. I know. I know that And now. listen, I ghosted someone and then may or may not have a month and a half later posted my new man. And, you know, got a scathing text message from him. <laughs> I'll never forget that. He ripped me a new one. Because um, he was like, what? Did you ghost me so you can go talk to somebody else? And in my mind, I was like, low-key? Yeah. I did. And, you know, I felt really shitty about it because he didn't deserve that. So, just if you're a ghoster, if you're thinking about ghosting someone, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Take the few moments to send them that text message. Yeah, like, like don't don't force yourself to be in a relationship with them, but they do deserve an explanation mm-hmm. so that you can just cover all your bases. Yeah, and even if your explanation isn't like a deep one, even if it's like, hey, you know what, this isn't what I thought it was going to be, or this just isn't for me, like, 
and then that's it. Yeah, don't be like me. No. Because here I am, like, whatever. Their feelings don't matter. No, their feelings matter. Even if you don't think they matter, just tell them. I think, like, if you had ever been ghosted, because I've been ghosted, it hits, it hits different. Because you're, like, your first thought is, like, did something happen to them? Maybe that's just me. Maybe I just have a dark mind where I'm, like, are they okay? <laughs> like, it's not immediately they're ghosting. In my mind, I'm like, did something happen to them? And then it goes, then you you investigate because of course you do. Yeah. And then you realize they posted a story on Instagram or like they've, they're have they on Snapchat. So they're alive. They're alive. They just are not like, alive to you. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you send a text message and then all of a sudden the bubble's green. It's not blue anymore. Oh. That, that I think hurts the most. Or they got an android. That did not happen. <laughs> you are blocked. Blocked. Okay. I've had coworkers before where we're texting and they used to be a blue box or, you know, blue text. And then all of a sudden it's green. And I was like, and they'll respond, right? Yeah. So I was like, ew, why are the text messages green? <laughs> and they're like, oh, I got an android. And I'm like, ew. Why? <laughs> Why would you do something like that? I know. I'm a judging ass bitch. I said this was the judge free zone, but. Uh huh. You did say that yeah. not too long ago. Well, you know. So, ghosting is obviously a thing, which leads me to something else that's apparently a thing now yeah. breadcrumbing. Do you know what breadcrumbing is? I. I may or may not have been a breadcrumber in a past <gasps> life. What? Like you are guilty of breadcrumbing? <laughs> uh huh. So for those of you who don't know what breadcrumbing is, according to Urban Dictionary, breadcrumbing is when the crush has no intentions of taking things further but they like the attention. So they flirt here and there, send DMs or text messages just to keep the person interested, knowing damn well they're staying single or, you know, moving on to someone else. So that's what breadcrumbing is. Mm-hmm. Have I ever breadcrumbed? No, because I ghost the person and I move on, right? But I have definitely I, I know a lot of breadcrumbers. The reason why I think they're breadcrumbing is to keep the window open. Mm-hmm. I mean, you like, listen. And it's very offensive. Is it? Yes. Oh. Because you're telling them that they are not first choice. No, no, no. The people that I'm breadcrumbing don't know that they're not first choice. They were never aware of this. As far as they know, they were the first and only choice. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. So they don't know, so why would they be hurt? You, you, ignorance is bliss. Because you're not taking things further. So they're like, hmm, she's keeping the window open, but she's not, we're not seeing each other. We're, we're not really even talking like that. So what's up? Obviously, like, you're, they're not first choice. It's like that TikTok Because they just, no, because the perception. If he wanted I to, he out. would. <laughs> if he wanted to, he would. If he wanted to, he would. And yes, if he wanted to, he would. If she wanted to, she would. No, because the perception that I would put out was that I didn't want, I I was, I was a fuckboy. If I really want to go out there, because it was not fuckboy in the sense that I was like, I had people that I was dating, but I had people that were like on the line. I wasn't smashing any of them. I wasn't whatever, but they were like what I like to call fillers. People who fill your time, right? And so... There may have been a couple, you know, at the same time that I was just having conversations with because mm-hmm. I enjoyed the the attention, the company, the whatever. But as far as they knew, I was pulling the whole like, I'm not really trying to be in no situation right now. And so they just thought I was single and I just kind of would talk to them. Yeah, here and I there. guess that counts, actually, because you are. But I never. You're leaving stopped. that trail for them. Yes. Of breadcrumbs. Because where there was think. always, because, you know, people catch feelings, right? And there's always the, the one who's like, you know, I really think that we would be good together. And you're like, let's not force anything. 
You know, if things happen organically, they happen organically. Like, I don't think we need to put any pressure on it. Let's take it one day at a time. Exactly. <laughs> and for me, it was just more like, I liked having the options. And like, you know, looking back, it probably wasn't very nice. But in my mind, I just assumed other people were doing that to me as well. So in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm sure you have a girl for every day of this week. Mm-hmm. Like, don't play it off like you're so into me. And now that I'm in... I feel like now that I'm actually an adult, like instead of being like in my early 20s, they probably genuinely really liked me. And I was just like, nah, fuck them. Fuck all, man. You nice or whatever. But <laughs> but I did this after going through a very rough breakup mm-hmm. where I, wa- I still wanted attention, but I did not. I really didn't want to be with anybody. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think it's happened to me. But I feel like I catch on real fast where I'm like, mm, okay, this this feels like you're leaving me around for nothing. Yeah, I read, um, I have a Reddit on breadcrumbing. So the Reddit post that I saw is called breadcrumbing. And she doesn't say how old she is, but the girl says... I went on a number of intense and amazing dates with a guy over a period of about two weeks. He asked to see me again, but then canceled the date he organized and then the rescheduled date only a few hours before each time. I said I understood and asked when he wanted to reschedule. He said he didn't want to reschedule a third time because he didn't want to let me down again by canceling. Said he could let me know on the Friday that he could when he could reschedule. I found this pretty offensive to be made a backup plan, but didn't say anything, just gave him. He continued to text me daily and contact contacted me on the Friday, but didn't arrange another date. I said I noticed he didn't reschedule on Friday and he apologized and said he had been busy. I said calmly that it's fine, but it's important to me that the people in my life respect me and my time. He apologized and he said he understood, but still made no effort to reschedule. I thought it was the end, but it's been two days later. He's continued to message me daily, sometimes twice a day, and sometimes even double messaging when I don't reply for ages. His messages are nice, but they have changed in tone. He seems much less into me than before and has made no commitment to see me again. I get that he's not that into me, but this is breadcrumbing and that I should just cut him out of my life. I really liked him, so it hurts, and I want it to stop. Blocking, ghosting is really not my style, especially when I have had a strong connection with someone. I'm thinking of saying something along the lines of, I really enjoy chatting with you, but I don't think we should continue to text if you don't want to put an effort into seeing me in real life. It's just not enough for me, not what I'm looking for. I had a lot of fun with you and wanted to get to know you more, but I can tell you don't feel the same and that's okay. I don't have any hard feelings or expectations and wish you well. I just prefer to invest in people who value and prioritize me. Should I include all of that? I just want to keep it kind and mature and draw a line where it that way. Wait, draw a line under it that way, then move on. I know he's not obligated to like me back. So the top comment was, I think a shortened version of what you wrote would be better. Something like, hi, I enjoyed getting to know you, but I'm really looking for someone available to date in person. So I think it's best we stop texting now. Best of luck to you. And then someone else, the second highest comment was, I'm a bit confused why your connection matters to him when it comes to calling things off just because you seem strongly you feel, wait, you seem to feel strongly for him after two weeks though, doesn't mean he necessarily needs to be cut off a certain way. This guy obviously doesn't care all that much or else he'd be making more time for you and making you feel special. So either don't reply back to him or just say, this isn't what I'm looking for, so I'm going to move on. No need to explain why. I agree with the second person. That first one, she's, it's almost like, she wrote this long thing to almost make him feel bad and to like guilting him but listen she's kind of like done that before when she said the people in my life need to respect me in my time and he apologized but like didn't care to make up for it or or see her after yeah 
it sounds like he's lacks respect for her in general. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, to be honest, that is a situation where I'd probably ghost. Mm-hmm. And if he decided to reach out, depending on how he did it, and I feel like, hey, yeah, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. Good luck in all your endeavors. I would too. I would feel like it's very clear. And also, how she didn't she didn't say how many dates they were going on the first two weeks, mm-hmm. but it's only been two weeks. Mm-hmm. She's saying they're going on these intense dates. First of all, what does that mean? Like, what what does it mean to have an intense date mm-hmm. within two weeks? So who knows? But, and she didn't say if, like, they were intimate or anything, so I don't know if that's what it means. And, like, you know, he got what he wanted, and that's it. But it's just, you know, like, Sex in the City, he's just not that into you. He's just not that into you. That's it. Because, again, going back to the TikTok sound, if he wanted to, he would. If he wanted to, he would. And it is very true, because, Mm -hmm. you know, the way Latin Poppy is set up, he wants to. And he does. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, okay, chill, chill. <laughs> yes, agreed. You know, you want a you want a partner that makes you feel like, or you know, a relationship that makes you feel like, you know, he thinks that you hung the moon. Yep. And if he doesn't treat you like you put all the stars in the sky, it's time to go. Mr. Bay asked me to be his on the first date. It threw me off because I was like, wait, what? He's like, you're my girlfriend. And I was like, oh. oh. Oh, he told you. He didn't ask. No, he did. Like, yeah, he told he, me. He, he, yeah, he made a statement. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was just so thrown off because it basically everything I thought I knew about dating, like, you know, the what are we phase, like none of that happened. Yeah. First date and he was like, you are mine. I was like, oh. in a good way. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to listen. It's not like he, you know, got all possessive, but it definitely, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. What? But I think that there's something about that. And like, listen, all my close girlfriends can vouch that I've always said, I want the alpha, not the beta. I want the guy who's like, um, yes, this is it. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like you are mine yeah. and not in like a creepy way, but in very much like a, I know what I want. Yeah. And I know that I'm going to be good for you. Yeah. No, the way the way that it happened was very much like you are mine. I'm not going to lose this chance with you, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not about to let you be free in these streets for someone else <laughs> to snag you. Free in these streets. He was like, I see what I've got in front of me, and I'm locking it down. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. I feel Pink. like <laughs> Latin Poppy was very similar, and I think it threw me into a full blown anxious mess i feel like i was going to every girlfriend like he's just so sure and i was like how is he sure i'm nuts crazy here we are (laughs) here we are mind you this girl is like oh my god does he want to be with me and you have a full-blown this man is like no you are mine and you're like but wait what does that mean (laughs) i really did do that yeah but yeah what we're trying to say is if he's a ghoster a breadcrumber. Let that shit go. Let that shit go. And if you are a ghoster and a breadcrumber, don't be like get me. it together. <laughs> Do better. Do better. Explain yourself to yeah. them. Yeah, communication yes. is everything. It's true. Even if you're not into them, just say it. Don't be like me. Don't make my mistakes. Yeah, it makes dating harder than it already has to be. Yeah, it's true. People need clarification nowadays common sense is not common sense anymore you might think that you have given all the signs of you not being you know available to someone or uh, interested in someone Mm -hmm. but clearly in alex's example of her bad date here she is a bad time on her end but he was loving it and he couldn't wait for the next date so don't think you're making it obvious if you don't want to be with them they keep reaching out to you and you want to ghost them or you feel the urge to ghost them just explain just tell them what's up tell them look i just don't want any part of this be honest um if you're ghosting them because you want to look out for their feelings you're going to hurt them anyway so why not just keep it honest with them and tell them what's up so they can move on. I don't want to compare us to drug addicts, but I feel like <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we did some bad things. And now that we've gone through recovery, you know, we can impart some wisdom 
on others. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's all all we got. Yes. Well, thanks guys for coming to another one of our episodes, our third one. Yes. And we're just going to keep them coming. So like we've told you guys before, if there's anything you want us to talk about, if you want to tell us a secret, if you need advice, mm-hmm. slide in our DMs. If you have a burning topic that you just really want us to talk about, please let us know. Um, we've got you know some ideas already in the works, but feel free to... Give us any topics that you just really want us to discuss. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it for me. Follow us on YFNH Podcast. You yes. Know, so you can see what we're up to, see when we post. Um, and again, let us know your secrets and slide in our DMs. Yeah. But that's all we got, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.